I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Run like a wild man. I watched the struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. Here he is. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. The correct Jordan Hare Stadium time is 8.27 p.m. Central Standard Time. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast, harbored by collegeandmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. I am Son of Crow, at Son of Crow 2 on Twitter, at Son of Crow on Venmo. Call me Drew, Drew Croson, at Son of Crow, that's me. To one side of me, the rumor monger, Ryan Starrett, Ryan S. Starrett on Twitter. The S is for, so now what do we do? Isn't it nice when the recruiting shenanigans go our way? And to the other side of me, giving you full Fort Payne, ASMR. A man who's driving in his car, living like a star, ice on his fingers and his toes, and he's a Taurus. Yeah, you chief. Guten Tag, guten Abend, and... Yeah, guten Abend. Guten Morgen, depending on when you're listening to this. Yeah, yeah. You can say guten Tag almost all day. Yeah, it's a good day. Guten Abend is, is my favorite to say. Guten Abend. Good evening. Yeah. Good. And guten Nacht is like good night, but it really is just you're going to sleep. Or a to say. Right. Mm. Uh, Zen. That's just goodbye. Yeah. On today's show, we don't have a lot of show notes, which means we're gonna be riding screenless. Yeah. We're gonna be going raw on this podcast streets. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Can't yeah. wait to do it. Yeah. Can't wait. You never forget when you when you uh, when you get to feel what it feels like with no show notes. Mm-hmm. So does pretending to be. It's pretending to be the Auburn men's basketball account and then tweeting at recruits. Oh, still count as tweeting at recruits. Oh, I'm convinced that dude is a uh, interactive theater art piece, and he's <laughs> kind of like when Ryan Auburn what's Twitter his name? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, like Shia LaBeouf, or what's the other dude's name that was in that North Korea movie? Um, like the movie about North Korea with Seth Rogen. James Franco. Oh, James Franco. Yeah. When James Franco would just do weird stuff just yeah. to do it. Like when he, yeah. and then uh, when Joaquin Phoenix made a whole movie about him wanting to become a rapper. Right, that was. Uh... Yeah, that's what this dude's doing. He, because, because the art of it is he's pointing out how stupid it is that men's basketball accounts will tweet yeah. some nonsense uh, okay. about a I, event that I has think, nothing to do with them. I, I think he's maybe trying that's to That's what do he's that. trying to do that. But he well, did it yeah. stupidly because he. <laughs> You don't do that and right. try to trick people into thinking you are sure. the actual account. Like and you then you don't do that it using as your own account an assassination of a yeah civil rights yeah. leader. Yeah, but what like like remember in Florida State? Not a joke. Literally put up like a a picture of Martin Luther King wearing Florida State gloves uh, last year on this y- day. Y- yeah, I, I saw one recruits. today of Nike and. Uh, Alabama tweeting something with uh, their logos on a Martin Luther King quote. Yeah, so we we right. gotta tread pretty lightly. Uh, 
we don't want to accuse anybody of being racist on this uh, podcast. Well, we we know we are not racist. At okay. least. Yeah. That's all we know. Yeah. I don't know about As we else. record this, it is uh, the celebration of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. His birthday was several days and ago. And people can't really accuse you of taking lacrosse seriously. I married a girl whose school won the national championship for lacrosse. So we're big I DU Pius fans. <laughs> Exactly. I have the cross friends. We were gonna uh, uh, read a prepared statement. Uh, we were not gonna read <laughs> a prepared statement. We didn't do show notes. We didn't prepare. <laughs> uh, we're no. sorry if Look. you like lacrosse and were offended Look. by Cro- this statement. Cross the one that uh, it was really me. I'm very, you know, <laughs> I actually enjoy watching lacrosse, but I've also interacted with some lacrosse bros Look, that were less than. I've interacted with lacrosse parents, uh, and besides between between lacrosse bros and college baseball players, mm. there's a lot of really cool people that I've had to interact with. <laughs> but all right, before we get ourselves into further trouble, uh, let's move on. Speaking of college baseball players, uh, Auburn baseball started the preseason ranking pretty darn high. I saw. And that's all I know about Yeah, it's a top ten program. We're, we're eight, and we're like the sixth team in the SEC, right? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let's hope they don't uh, start off their top ten ranking by losing two games in a row. There is well, only one team. One well, you can do that in, in baseball. It won't affect your ranking. There's one conference in America that has figured out that you can actually make money off college baseball, and it just so happens to be the conference that has like seven teams in the top ten. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the conferences are... Shuttering their programs because nowhere else in the world do people go watch this product. Yeah. It's not... Young people don't play Not this. many other places in the world is it comfortable to watch this product in February either. That's true. But this NCAA's got a huge problem on its hands in terms of how do we keep it from being a team out of the SEC versus a team from California every single year? Well, that's all it ever is. Yeah. Like the Big 12 plays the sport, I think. May get your odd. The Big Ten plays the sport. You have to be below the Mason Dixon line, or well, didn't the Big Ten have a team in the West of the Mississippi Final Four? Louisville was Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, and the Michigan. Yeah, Michigan was there. How did that happen? Because they recruited. They play indoor baseball. No, they recruited a (laughs) bunch of kids from inner city. They did a really good job recruiting to that school because there's not a lot of baseball in Michigan. they could just build indoor baseball stadiums up there. Man, it'd be rad. Probably start dominating. Like the Japanese league style. Well, they could just play basketball, which is they're pretty good at up there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't care. And, I mean, baseball in general. But anyway, I'm not going to talk bad about baseball on this podcast. Well, we are going to talk about Tim Hudson being the new pitching coach. Yeah. Borderline <laughs> Hall of Famer. May not get in, but still uh, pretty cool when he's your unpaid assistant. Uh, it's out. pretty stupid that he has to be unpaid, but also, yeah. what a silly rule. And that's another reason why um, the conference continues to dominate and the other conferences can't, is the other conferences don't want to have to try to pay a third coach. A third coach because they literally cannot do it. Yeah. They are not making enough money off ticket sales to pay a third coach. Yeah. yeah. But Auburn can bring in uh, Tim Hudson with a, already a handful of guys, probably they're going to be going in the draft or getting their shot in the minor leagues. So, uh, uh, I'm a big Braves fan, so this is, this is cool for me. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it is. I got, Tim Hudson was my first jersey. So. I'm a big Moneyball A's fan. <clears throat> Wasn't so. Olsen a GA or something last year while he was in school? He, yeah, he, I'm, what, maybe they're trying some stuff like that where, because, you know, Huddy just came back to school, maybe he's a GA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, 
I think I think he was already around the program a lot too. Well, yeah, so he only I, lives like thirty minutes from here. Yeah. I always think of Tim Hudson as a San Francisco. He's, no, in, Phoenix, he's in Phoenix City. No, he lives in Auburn. All that property, I thought it was in Phoenix City. No, he lives like out on uh, what you call it. Uh, oh, on Farmville. No, not Farmville. Um, you guys missed my San Francisco Giant yeah, Tim Hudson joke. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, he lives in town. Okay. I mean, I'm, Phoenix City's close enough to being in town. I mean, he's from Phoenix. I mean, he's a, he is, if anything, he's an Oakland Athletic because he was drafted by them twice. Twice? Was he drafted by them out of, in out the of high school? 35th round in 94 and then the 6th yeah. round in 97. I didn't know they drafted him in 94. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. More well, you know. And a Cy Young winner with the, uh, with the A's. Yeah. He, uh, he might make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He'll, well, will he wear we'll a Braves hat or an A's hat? Both. Don't wear one in the Hall of Fame. Ah, oh, like some people do two things. Yeah, usually if you're between two, you don't wear either. Yeah. They just put like an MLB they hat on put, you. Put like one the Rob Lowe hat. Oh, God, that Rob Lowe hat. I want to go to the SEC Championship <laughs> next year and I'm just wear an SEC, SEC hat. Because I know I'll get on TV. Oh, or just an NCAA hat. <laughs> just to see people be like, who's this narc? <laughs> the NCAA hat on. <laughs> We also, they were selling that crap at the Final Four. Yeah, Chief oh, yeah. knows. They're selling yeah. NCAA hats oh, yeah. and sweaters. Who is buying that? The well, leaders like of Rob Lowe. <laughs> Rob Lowe. Is I like really that. ineffective governing bodies that. We had a police. We added another person to the uh, to the staff, and I, it's a former player, and I can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, Frank Thomas. Uh, Dan Gamash. Yes. Thank oh you. my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Dan Gamash. Yeah. So yeah. there's a bunch of former Auburn baseball players getting jobs. It's uh, Damon Hacker got a job on the Ole Miss softball team. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. That was interesting. That was very interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, softball starts soon too. Yeah, it before, starts sooner baseball. than baseball. We yeah. should record a podcast from the Jane B. Moore softball field. Oh, that'd be blink, blink. Several games there. <laughs> or from the we did we never recorded our soccer podcast from the soccer. Uh-huh. Soccer just blew. Oh, we need to talk about that. Brief old. This is a soccer podcast. This is an Auburn soccer. This is the only Auburn soccer podcast in existence that we recognize. This is the only one that has had Karen Hoppe on that I know of. Yeah. And <laughs> it's the first Stand by that that's going to say Brief Olds. They called her Brianna Folds, which I'm sure it's her real name. But Brief Olds drafted to the North Carolina Courage. Up the Courage. Defending champs. Defending champs. Who I believe have a one Alex Morgan on their team. If I'm, uh, is that right? That's so we're right. all uh, courage check fans. Now? They move right? around a lot. That's the thing. Yeah, courage. Up the courage. I don't uh, think they actually uh, said. So they would say if they were British. Yeah. Up the courage. Yeah, I don't um, know. Uh, we had someone else uh, get drafted or drafted uh, sign a professional quote unquote deal. Uh, let me look and. Current squad, they've got, you know her, Kaylee Kurtz yeah. from the U.S. Women's National Team. They've got Kristen Hamilton, uh, Crystal Dunn. Oh, yeah, that's She can flat out play. Yeah, that's a really good team. They got Debinha from Brazil. She can play forward. Speaking of another former Auburn athlete that is a professional athlete now, Horace Spencer. Oh, yeah. 25 rebounds. Yeah. Well, okay, let's, let's be real. 17 points. Well, yeah, what was more surprising to you, 17 points from Morris or 25 rebounds? Uh, I mean, he is the Dennis Rodman of the Auburn <laughs> basketball program. Sure, I was so. once told that. So the 17 points. Because <laughs> Dennis Rodman, I'm not sure he ever scored 17 uh, points in his entire life. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
No, that was uh, impressive. And then I did notice that there was uh, someone that was at least 45 years old guarding <laughs> sure. the picture. Easily. Well, we Which good on the Horace, because that guy's got old man strength, <laughs> yeah. and it's hard to score against. Yeah, Horace has dad strength. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm just looking yeah. at the... Horace, Horace having a, a great uh, great time down there in Argentina. He's, he's working hard. having a good time over in, in Germany. Link's doing hit a, it. Hit a game winner, I think. Uh, no, it was just a, a buzzer beater at the uh, end of the third quarter. Oh, but it was classic Malik. Yeah, he's yeah, still terrible. That is classic Malik. Have you taken that and made it into a GIF yet for classic Malik? I haven't. Uh, I, I, got, I do uh, have the videos now. Some, so some German followers looking for that site now. Uh, well, we have at least one using the hashtag ger- uh, Classic Malik, thanks to uh, Will, who has yeah. uh, befriended this fellow. Um, we did have one other uh, soccer uh, lady sign with a um, quote-unquote professional team. It's up Luz FC. Um, they are a, non- a non-league outfit in, over in uh, England. L- L-E-W-E-S. Lose FC. Yeah, I looked I look this up. They do have a sponsorship uh, deal with, uh, what is that, Daba? The, the one that looks like the mud flap? She, uh, yeah, that's Kappa. Kappa, that's right. They make I thought she's wearing Atlanta United. Kit. Uh, oh, going on there. Yeah, Atlanta United, if Atlanta United existed in 1994. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what this kit looks like. Um, they, they play in an arena called the Dripping Pan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They are non-league, uh, which is, for those listening is more or less a semi-pro type situation. Yeah, that's their men's team. Is their women's team non-league? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I would, I would assume. I'm more on the North Carolina uh, yeah, yeah. store. Well, this is this current store for making. I'm a, trying to find. Uh, actually, she's probably not making a living wage, just to be honest, uh, because she is not a U.S. women's national team. They'll pay her enough to. She might not have to substitute teach. She might get some sponsorship. And some good ASMR there. (laughs) That was good. The hats are dope. If you want a yeah, if you want a sweet hat that also supports an Auburn Tiger, go get you a New Era. We'll see. NCFC Star Snapback or a North Carolina Courage two-time champion star T-shirt. Two stars. I like like the the shirt there. It's nice. The jerseys are cool. They can't buy them though. Um, you can buy a t-shirt that has the jersey. You can buy a jersey, but you can't buy a jersey. Because I would buy a jersey and get it customized to put folds on the back. For yeah. sure. And I'd wear it to the office. People would think it was, it was Ben. You'd, it'd have to be a number five. Right. People, okay. would, people would think. Right. Ben this folds weirdo. And the Ben Folds Five well, yeah. were a group that sang a song about... Uh, She's uh, a brick and yeah. I'm drowning yeah. Anyway. Sure. It's a great song. It's a great song. Jack, toss that in here. I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> I don't think we can clear that. Oh, we don't have any show notes, you guys. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah. Oh, we've well, got some show notes. Before we, we get, uh, not really, guys. Uh, I had like two minutes to do it. <laughs> I, th- I was sitting here while Ryan wrote the show. I haven't notes. pulled them up yet. I don't know if you can tell. Right. Well, before we get into actual uh, this week in basketball discussion, yeah. you want to take Ugh. a commercial break? Yeah, I'll take a quick commercial break. Yeah, this is brought to you by Vox, some Vox podcast that you might have heard of before. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
All right, and we're back. Last week, Auburn lost two heartbreaking basketball games. Not heartbreaking because they were close, because, Lord, they were not close. Auburn got drilled by Alabama and Florida in a Mm. Tony Barbie-ish lack of competitive Uh, nature in those games. This is what happened. Tony Barbie got to coach oh. in a game. This oh, my God. Through the, the whole ghost mojo. He's back. Tony Barbie energy is back <laughs> in the... Um, uh, wow. It reverberated I didn't even the think about that. You felt a disturbance oh. in the force. That time <laughs> feeling I, I had uh, felt yeah, in a long time. These were... These, this was as bad as... Right, well, not both of them. The Alabama game was not... I don't know. It, there were way more turnovers. They were sloppier. But that Florida game... The Florida game was bad because it was just... We couldn't do anything. Like, we, there was nothing we could, we couldn't do anything right. We couldn't hit a shot. And it's not like we were, I mean, I guess we were cold. It didn't, I wouldn't call us cold. We were just, mm-hmm. when we got good looks, they wouldn't, they would go in and out. Like, it was just, ah, it was a real bad thing. And I, and I, I have to be honest, I, I know we're just jumping ahead of game, but that game, I, even though we were only down five, I felt worse about that outcome of that game down five at halftime than I did down oh, nine man. to Alabama because Florida had played so bad in the first half of that game and we were we still just could we could not get back in it. Florida was playing horrible. I mean we just were still really down bad. Nine. We were down five. No. Five, yeah. But we were playing so poorly. Auburn has shot like a combined twenty eight percent over the last two games. Um thirty one percent against Bama and 26% yeah. against Florida. 26% in a men's college basketball game in 2020. Yeah. It's is un it's unbelievable. I can't I've not I can't imagine a team shooting that poorly. At least against Florida we made our free throws. Good god, if we had shot our normal free throw percentage against Florida, we've gotten beat by 50. But we were like 11 for 11 at halftime. That's all the offense we had we, for a long stretch. We did points. finish 15 of 21, so second half wasn't great. Yeah, we leveled us. out, and that's why we got blown out. Yeah. There was one player that scored double digits in that game for us. The man who didn't start, Daniel Pierre. Yeah, it's only Daniel. That's amazing because he was – I did not like his game against Florida or against Alabama. Well, against Florida, he was uh, 3 for 11. So and, like, Against and Alabama, Alabama, he was extremely emotional. Like, he was – Pressing in that game to a yeah. extent that that's probably why he wasn't starting against Florida. Yeah, because yeah. he it was too much. Like it was just he was talking to the fans too much. You can talk to the fans when we're up by ten. Yeah, yeah. we're down twenty. Right. Just get it to go. Yourself. Yeah, get uh, some butt back baskets to go in, and that's it. Like don't it, worry about anything. It, else. Florida just you just felt awful for him because he had at least five buckets go down at the yeah, center and just pop right back out. And I. I just I don't know how you explain that. They were good shots, they were good looks, and they just were an inconsistent. I think it was Justin Ferguson on Twitter. Like it's an inconsistent shooting team. Yeah, that when you have an inconsistent shooting team, well, some games look like this. I I think these two games have come down to Samir Doughty's inability to score three. Yeah, he, he's lost his touch, and and I, I'm not. Like, this is not me saying Samir sucks and this is all his fault. It's just he's hit a spell where he just... He's the emotional leader of the offense. Right. So he is, in the last two games, he's 5 of 23. Yeah. And, and, and he made an and one against Alabama, and he, he literally looked at the bench and was like, I'm back. I got this. So you know it's in his head that he can't make yeah, shots. 15 of those 23 were layups. Yeah. Yeah. Like He's not taking a bunch of threes. No. 
Um, well, okay. Against he, Florida, he took seven threes. But. Um, he hit two, right? Yeah, two of seven. One of five on two. Um, one of five on two? All out of the basket. Yeah. Two, oh, he two he's, just, from he, two. he's getting there. He's, it's, he's getting there exactly like he had been all year. It's just the touch is just not there. It's like going off the top of the backboard. Yeah. And, and it's if we could make if we could make competitive entry passes to Austin Wayne, oh, well. then I would feel a lot better yeah, about that. Well, because Austin is a guaranteed trip to the line or right. two points. Because he's turning the ball over at a pretty big rate. Not as big a rate as the rest of the team yeah. against Alabama and Florida. But yeah. he's also getting to the free throw line, and he's averaging still over a point a shot attempt, right. which is nuts. Right. So for a guy who doesn't shoot threes. So if he, if he just keep figuring him the ball, but we can't get him the ball. Right. And it isn't like they're defending him with double teams and fronts. Auburn just cannot throw entry passes. I don't know what the deal is with that. Like two guys can do it. Well, Coro's shown I, some. The thing, I, I, the yeah. thing I've noticed most of the year is they. It, it looks like they feel like they have to telegraph it to to Austin. Maybe. And, and the defenders are seeing it. And, and also, how many turnovers against both Florida and Alabama came down to just lazy passes yeah. in the backcourt, like Samir D'Angelo throwing just a lackadaisical pass to one another, or or and it gets picked off. We're down a bunch on the road, and we're trying like behind the back or like some crazy like over the head stuff. And it's like I get that at home because it gets the crowd into it, but on the road, let's keep it simple. It's like they were and, and they were I, running that offense like they were in practice. I, I think Alabama, yeah. And, and the thing is, against Alabama, we were still getting looks. Yeah, and they, yeah. Just, they couldn't finish. But they were scoring off turnovers, so who cares? Like it was like right. Even but, if Auburn, but if had, Auburn is scoring at the basket, yeah, yeah. we didn't have that then, many turnovers. At the worst, that's an even game. We we, yeah. we cleaned the turnovers up against Florida. It was yeah, we only had eight turnovers against yeah. Florida. Uh, Samir had seven 20, against Bama. Yeah, we had twenty-one Golly. total turnovers um, and thirty-one fouls. It, guys, twenty-one turnovers. Both of your guards out. Insane. In a, in a, I, I would be surprised game. if we don't see a like back to basics approach against South Carolina. We can't get any more basic than the offense we run. Yeah, it's one of the simplest I, yeah, offenses in America. Just, I, I feel like you're not scoring an open look. Be like, hey, let's basic. let's not try to throw an oop here if we don't have to. Kind the of problem thing. is we but, we have to. Oh, I know. The alley oop uh, is such a huge part We're of this team's game. Well. Like. We, we I mean, we only threw, tried to throw one against Florida, and everybody like, missed it. Oh, well, Samir he just shorted the to Wyoming. Yeah. Maybe it was against Bama or Florida. I don't remember. That was three feet over oh, his head. Oh, yeah. over the basket. Yeah, yeah. Um, the alley oop is a huge part of Bruce Pearl's offense, and he has guys that can usually catch and dunk them. But the passes aren't clear, and the passes are horrible. Yeah. The passing has been. Yeah. I would say if I had to put it on one aspect of Auburn's game, it's not even really shooting as bad as we've been shooting. We can't pass. Yeah, I, I I haven't talked to my dad after these last two games, um, but I'm sure he is extremely upset with our pass. We have a combined twelve assists. But as a big, his emphasis, 15, my dad combined fifteen as assists, a little league basketball such coach, garbage. because you know kids can't shoot and yeah, everybody, his his like one point of emphasis was passing. He he like made sure, he was like you're going to be the best passer of anybody you know. And I'm yeah, like, okay. I mean that's a shoot. huge it's a pass. huge part of the fundamentals. Like I don't want to be. I'm a coach guy on Twitter because right, right. that guy sucks. But Auburn does not have good passing habits. And no, it's not really a really – well, I think they're, they're getting bugs exploited me, right now. Yes. What bugs me is that – We're lazy with our passes. Javon does. He, he, 
Doesn't really give up many turnovers. No. On bad passes, at least. Right. He might get pissed. Samir but, does, and yeah. Dangel for yeah, sure. We, a lot of our turnovers are coming from guys who shouldn't be trying to make the passes they're making. So The I, ball should go into... We talked about this on the slide. The, any possession at this point that does not go into Isaac Okoro's hand oh. is this a is wasted a, possession. This is his team. It has to be his team. So I would say Austin Wiley and Isaac Okoro, if you get the ball across half court, and one of those two guys is not the next guy to touch the ball, that's a wasted possession. Yeah. Because right now those are your only two guys that are consistently making their right. shots. And the only two guys who are consistently going to the basket and consistently getting to the rim and consistently getting to the free throw line. So anytime we cross half court, if you see the ball go to Dangel first or to Samir first, just know we wasted this entire possession. Yeah. We have wasted these 30 seconds Trying some other nonsense. That that is trying to get somebody else. To that score. is until Samir gets over whatever's going on right now. But even when Samir throws it into Isaac yeah. at the high post, and then Isaac can kick it back out. Yeah. Just by letting Isaac touch the ball. Yeah. Makes the defense move, and now right. somebody else is open. Yeah. But going this stuff, we're past the ball around the perimeter or nonsense. It, we aren't that team anymore. We no, can't do. We're that. not. It, it, that that's it. And and. We don't have anyone that we can rely on for instant offense. There's nobody there. There's no shooters. Yeah. We have to be bully ball, old school, get the ball to the rim, which is not effective. I like, mean, we didn't, like that's not an effective we didn't play way bad to win defense games. in either one of these games. The three-point shot is the way to win basketball games in 2020. We don't have it. Florida only scored 69 points, and that's because right. they hit like four threes at the end of the game. So we're not playing bad defense. No. We're just not doing anything with the defense. But we, yeah, the defense is you can't we expect get, to hold every team to fifty. Right. We've got to get Auburn has to score gotta, seventy points. We've got to turn people over and score off those turn right. like directly off the turnovers, not set up an offense. That's our whole our game plan's yeah. got to now be we, we defense to offense. Yeah. God, um, it's a tough place to be. It is. It, it's a tough place to be. I mean, we can get out of it. It's not. I, I, we'll play better at home. Uh, I Here's saw, what Alabama saw some did. people getting into it on Twitter uh, about someone claimed that these would have been wins at home. I don't think you can say it would have been wins at home. They, we may have won at home. I, playing at home, we're just better. Against Alabama, maybe only because there was so much of this. Well, I just Coleman think, Coliseum, I just think we're about, beating them there. Nonsense. Well, we haven't have, we haven't beaten Florida in Gainesville since Florida. Then, since. That team's the basketball version of LSU. I just yeah. I just think we are a better team at home. Um, sure. Yeah. I, but I don't think you can say we'll definitely win these games. And if Auburn wins only its home games from here on out, it's still a tournament team. We're still, yeah. that's still these were the two, uh, two of the three best teams we played all year. Too. Yeah. Which St. Louis is still the best team we played all year. Uh, I can't uh, Actually, it's Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. Um, it was St. Louis going to that Mississippi game. Mississippi State, then Alabama. Then, yeah. No, Mississippi State, then Florida. Are we including Florida? No, Florida's now above Mississippi State. Hang on. I'm looking at it here. Yeah. 16, Florida, right. Mississippi State, NC, uh, sorry, Alabama, then yeah. NC State. Yeah. And then, yeah, everybody else is... What I think St. Louis lost like, to Dayton. St. Louis is 84. Uh, they lost to Dayton, so they dropped it. So does everybody. Wow. Look, they actually played Dayton really well. Yeah, they almost beat them. Um, well, I wanted to say this about the Alabama game. I, said, I mentioned it on Twitter, and I told you guys, and I wanted to talk about it. Bruce got outcoached for about five minutes in that game. Yeah. And that's really what killed us more than as, just as much the turnovers. What Alabama decided to do is something you see a lot of teams in the NBA do now. Which Auburn, for some reason, was deciding to switch on every screen. Yeah. So Alabama said, great, we've got the fastest guy on the court. 
what we're going to do is we're going to make them set screens that's going to draw Austin Wiley to the top of the key, yep. a 5-1 screen. So we're going to run a 5-1 pick and roll, and now Austin Wiley is switching onto the fastest he's, guy on the court. Yeah, and he's at, he's not in the lane. He's That guy's going to go right around. And now he's not in the lane. So even if even if so we needed to put Anthony on the floor eventually, and we did, and stopped a massive run, but yeah. they're like four or five times down the court in a row. Yep. All right, five one pick and roll, get Austin up top, get your rim protector out of the rim. Should have called a timeout this next possession. Yeah, because we could not what or or Austin should have just said, Look, I'm not switching. That's why I said we just need to be cowards and play zone. No, <laughs> That's what I, I said during the If Austin game. just doesn't switch, yeah, right. Now, Carlo is not hitting threes, so you go. So Javon, whoever's guarding him, go, go well, underneath that. The screen. thing we did in that game is we said that John Petty's not going to beat us, and then Carlo Lewis beat us. Like that's that's what it's almost like someone on this dead gum podcast said we can't defend that dude, and then we couldn't defend that dude. That, I, I think if we had focused on him more than we did Petty, then maybe we would win that game. Yeah. Um, but we didn't put a no, aura on Lewis the whole game. This happened but I think I think they may have been too. looking at the same numbers Ryan had looked at and said, oh, well, this kid's not going to beat us. So and this is not the first time that the team's best scorer has had a way better night against us. Uh, Neesmith didn't do much of anything, but yep. Saban Lee did. Yep. Uh, Kerry Lewis had a huge game, and John Petty didn't. Yep. Blackshear had, like, 11 points. Yeah, this is a trend. And then Payne Payne scored a gazillion. So the number two score for every team is just blowing up. Yeah, Payne was a hundred percent shooting. Nine and nine. That's because that's because as good as Okoro is, our number two defender is not as good. And but the difference with Kyra Lewis is like speed kills because now you've got a guy under the basket that you have to switch. Yeah. Well, guess what? You've left somebody else open, and he. It wasn't he wasn't scoring a ton of points at the rim that was killing us. What he was killing us with was we were getting out of position. So now he's able to find open looks, and those guys were making shots. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, and, and I, I think our bench is slowly getting exposed in these games. Our bench is just not that good, especially not making baskets. Uh, we, have Amph- we have Anthony. Anthony's yeah. great. Um, but again, he's playing starter minutes. So if you consider yes, right, he's really you a consider the he's other a sixth starter. Flan is okay. But he has very limited offensive game. Right. Cambridge, huge liability. Just huge liability. I, I, I think he's tenacious on defense. I don't think he's that good. Uh, that he makes plays. At least at least Cambridge is a playmaker. We don't have a lot of those guys on the team. I don't think team. he's made a play against a good team. Well, maybe not. But he know. makes so plays. The, P, the PER are the guys on the bench. It's Alan Flanagan at 7.9, Devin Cambridge at 9.1. That's and Jamal Johnson at 16.1, which is better than... That's because he hit the... Because he hits threes. Fourth, no, really, he's had two games where he's hit well, he's, threes. He's been like a 40% third-person shooter. I like Jamal Johnson. I, I, I think we need more out of Jamal Johnson. If I would have Bruce... I, I think Bruce... I think he's maybe not that good on defense. Well, I would have... fired Bruce at some point, I would have put Samir on the bench and put Jamal yeah. Johnson in the game a little bit more. So he's actually got a better PER than Dan Jones. I'm surprised so Bruce let Samir play as many minutes as he did against Southampton. Because I think they're trying to make him... Play through, through it. it. Well, what, what else are you going to do? Because we don't have anybody else that can get to the rim like he can. Like, not even Javon's yeah. as good at getting the rim as Samir is. No, Javon, that was the thing with him, is he got, he got all kinds of shots blocked yeah. in these two games. Yeah. To yeah. Know that he's a defend, him, he, yeah. And he's a finisher at the rim. Like, even the announcer was talking about how even that Bruce had told him even more than Jared, he trusts Javon to finish at the rim. 
That's true. Jared wasn't the greatest rim finisher. He is now. He's just all of a sudden. He's, he, well, his thing is, and it's probably helping him in the G League right now, he's just quicker than everybody yeah. else. So he just gets by him and get, gets the rim. Whereas Javon can actually body a guy, bounce yeah. off of him, and make a nice yeah. shot. But guys but are defending his, him with the rim. It, yeah. And part of that's because we're not clearing out enough space. We yeah. don't want any ISO right. for Jamon. And that's just gonna you're gonna end up with a crowded line. It just it look I think the thing this that, that sums up both of these games, they were just both really sloppy. We we cleaned up the turnovers against Florida, but everything it was just, getting worse. It was just sloppy. Like, it's back the, the good part about it is we all knew yeah. most of us knew yeah. that what we had been doing in almost fifteen fifteen games. Yeah. Was not going to work. Oh, in the SEC. No, and I know Bruce. It, it worked those first two games, and so maybe I, we were just like, well, maybe I was kind of like, well, maybe so it's be okay. Now maybe you're what are we two and two in conference? Three and two. Yeah. Three and two. Three. That's right. So now you're three and two in conference, and you have an opportunity to do a hard reset. Yeah, and go okay. What what did work? Because some things did work. Luckily, we're back at home for two games. Two very winnable games. So let's make like they get the, they get two games, get Samir some confidence back. Is he hurt? Is he not hurt? No, I've heard he's not, both. He's not hurt. Both that he's hurt and both that he's not hurt at all. I've got it on uh, good authority that he's not. He's not hurt. So it's just all mental. Yeah. But how is it all mental? What yeah, happened to him? And he's get life? the ups, man. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it's not a full blown case, and he'll he'll be fine. He'll just. People go through slumps. Yeah. Bryce went through a slump. Uh, Ooh, that's for sure. A couple times in his career here. Yeah. Um, Bryce went through a slump last year. Yeah. Here. Right. Um, Whole team and did. Jared did it at points too. Yeah. After Jared missed that game winner layup, or maybe game tire, I don't remember, against Kentucky at home, mm-hmm. those games after that were not pretty. Yeah. For the so, whole team. Uh, and and just when we thought D'Angelo had figured it all out again, he's back. I mean, he's actually, I think he scored double digits in both these games. I know he had 10 against Florida. Took a that was lot of shots against Alabama. So yeah. I don't know if he. Uh, but you know, if we can get guys back to playing like they we know they can, then we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to have Samir. This is what I was saying earlier. Samir has to get get right, mm-hmm. and and we go as Samir goes, not not necessarily because he's our best player, because um, Isaac Okoro is our best player. He's our best scorer. He's our best scorer. He he's our guy that, that can score. When we need somebody to score, usually, and it hasn't happened in these last two games. Well, and the thing that's almost makes me feel better about these two losses, like if we had played well, and you, know, you come up five points short, yeah, and it's like, oh, there's not like, I mean, what do we fix? Like they, they played their best, it happens, right. whatever. These were two like just ugly. Like there is plenty to work on. Yeah. you know, like this isn't this, <laughs> as yeah. non-sustainable as it was early in the season. Mm-hmm. This is not sustainable right. either. Well, Bruce so, just won't, won't yeah. accept this. Yeah. This is not. This is not going to be acceptable for any of these yeah. guys. And, and and that's the thing is, I know there's probably people mad at these players and, and stuff like that. Their expectations for themselves are higher than whatever expectations you yeah. have for them. They're trying to get paid to play basketball. Yeah. Um, so it's if you think the season is over because of two losses, just. Please come back in March. Yeah, don't yeah. watch any more yeah. games. We don't really check need out you on Twitter. It's fine. We'll yeah. see you. See you come March. And this week we got South Carolina. Is that right? South Carolina and Iowa State. Iowa State, who took Baylor for a little bit, and then Baylor took them off. Yeah, they did. But uh, they've also dropped a game to 
Florida A&M. Now we're talking. Yeah, we're uh, 300 camp on. So Ooh, I would like to yeah. beat them, and I would That's like Iowa to State, beat. Didn't they beat? Yeah, I'd like to beat South Carolina. No, South Carolina or Iowa State. South, South Carolina, Carolina yeah, did right before oh, yeah, the Auburn yeah, game. Sorry, I, 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 yeah. Iowa State did not beat no, anybody. No, no. Yeah, South Carolina's on a little bit of a hot streak. Um, Frank Martin teams. This yeah. game will be physical. Yeah, that's the thing is even even though Thank South Carolina's not. God, he's not there anymore. <laughs> oh, Chris Silva? Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing. Chris Silva, I would love to play Chris Silva with this team. This is the one team that I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Actually, he still the, scored 40 points on The us. one thing we're able to do is play physical basketball. <laughs> we cannot play so, Run up and down, she went yeah. three bats. I not, fully expect Austin Wiley to get 15 points just on free throws in this mm. game. Okay. They they are one of the worst teams at fouling, free throw, uh, fouling people sitting into the line hmm. at South Carolina. They give uh, up the most free throw attempts. They, so their free throw attempt for field goal attempt, we've talked about that with Austin throughout this season, they're ranked 350th in the country. Hmm. Oof. Yeah. That's, that's not good. There's like 330 uh, teams, right? Mm. That's not good. No. Um, no. Guys. Um, <laughs> looks like they play. Yeah, they played a quick tempo, but they don't score. I mean, I mean they're, they're, they're top 30 in tempo, but they're uh, sub 200 in both three point and two point percentage. What are, what are they What are they doing? They are running around. Really good. <laughs> Getting a lot of exercise. <laughs> they're a really good offensive rebounding team. That's oh, about it. Great. Uh, we got. We destroyed are a really good offensive rebounding team too, but we're not a great defense rebounding no, team. No, we got destroyed on our defensive boards yeah. this year. We did get a lot of offensive game. rebounds this week because we oh. didn't make any shots. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah that happened. Uh, that, uh, they gave Austin a nice 10, yeah. 10 and 13 double-double, I think. Uh, against, uh, against Bama. Against Bama. Yeah. He, he didn't get his double-double. No. His no. average against Alabama for his career is ungodly. <laughs> yeah, he, he always has. This was maybe his worst game against yeah. Alabama, to be honest with you. He still had a double-double. He's literally averaging a double-double for Alabama. And they're like pretty decent man-sized double-doubles. Yes. Well, you guys want to talk a little fun times in recruiting? I know that's your favorite. Well, one second. What about Iowa State? Did we discuss them enough? Let me tell you the saga of a kid named Jay Hardy. We all knew signing day was a couple of weeks ago. Well, I had to look it up. Apparently it was. But there's another one coming. There's another one coming. Another window. And this kid, Jay Hardy, signed with Auburn in December. But he didn't want it to be a public until February. Because he wanted to have an announcement ceremony with his buddies. He literally made comments to the media that he might visit Tennessee, even though he knew he had already signed with Auburn. Then later he claimed he shut his recruitment down, but then the Tennessee coaching staff still showed up to look at him in a basketball game. He blew him off because he knew it'd be a violation, because he's literally signed with another team. Tennessee, super confused, finally decided to check the letters of intent database, only to see that his name had been posted weeks ago. Get really mad, leaked it to the media, forced Auburn and Hardy to go public. They, they checked it on midnight of National Signing Day. His name wasn't there, but they uh, it's apparently still an update. This is my favorite player. Again. This guy's my He's favorite player. He's now my favorite player He's in the history of Auburn. Because he did it to the biggest idiot in college sports, Jeremy Pruitt. It's, un- <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable that... that there is a website uh, they can go to check <laughs> to see if a kid has signed. And they checked it at God. midnight of that day. 
when they should have just checked it the next yeah, day. Yeah, right, right. To let everybody get their info in. Oh, my God. Tennessee fans, you've got an idiot running your program. I mean, of course they got mad. Oh, sure, I'd be mad. The funniest part was Auburn having to recruit it. Like, having to go public with it. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he signed with us. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't tell anybody because he wanted to have a party with his teammates. Yeah. I mean, there was. Are, we don't have Tennessee, to tell Tennessee. Are there Tennessee fans no. that are mad that we didn't like tweet it out that he's signed no, this? No, look, probably I, I have, there are. I have right? to imagine most Tennessee fans know their coaches and idiot. Yeah, the idea that I think the idea know. that they have to that people would be mad. Well, first of all, the idea that that is the case that there is a kid who has signed, but he doesn't want us to tweet out that he has signed because he wants to hang out with his buddies is a very 2020 problem. So Auburn's. Graphic department and everybody probably had one ready yeah, to go. Oh yeah, ready to fire it out. Ready to shoot out that sweet, sweet tweet, and then decided, okay, let's put that one in drafts <laughs> and wait. And so when it they had to announce it, they already had that thing saved. Oh, Boom, posted. Man. But like, what a very twenty first century issue. Because in the past, they would just put it in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so. This feels like something in the past. He'd be on February, whatever. He'd be picture of him in his school library with the rest of his friends in black and white. And this feels like a Lane Kiffin program story. I don't know which side Kiffin would be on, but uh, he'd be on this. Keep it a secret. He's he's also kind of an idiot too. Yeah, but he would love to troll somebody, especially Tennessee. Sure, I can. It seems like hey, like hey, yeah. Why don't you? He would tell a player this. Lead him on. Keep leading him on. Tell him you're going to visit. I love that he said he might visit Tennessee. He can't visit. It's a violation. Well, Tennessee. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every other school either knew. Every other school knew. And no, nobody told them. Because every other school didn't tell them. Because they Tennessee all know Jerry Pruitt's an idiot. They all know it. They all know Every other idiot. school knew because they checked let the me, database every day, probably. Me, if, if we have any Tennessee listeners out there, anybody with dual loyalties, please tell us. Do you actually think Jeremy Pruitt's a good coach and that the six wins you reeled off at the end of the season were good? Do people have dual loyalties? Yeah, I think so. Cr- yeah. There's a lot of people in North Alabama that are Auburn and Tennessee yeah, fans. Yeah, there's, there's people. How do they do that? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of from Kentucky Auburn people. Families a a ton. We mean like Kentucky football and Auburn football? No, Kentucky basketball. And well, yeah, and I know that. That's a very much Alabama thing, too. Well, like well no, it's a thing here because of the vet school. There's a ton of Kentucky uh, students that come to That ends up being school. a problem every and, home and Kentucky game. Right? There's a lot of people whose parents were Kentucky students that came here for vet school, and then they came to Auburn, right. and so they grew up Kentucky and Auburn. And it's never been a problem I've never, now. Yeah, yeah. I never, I've never had a problem with Kentucky fans. I, I have a bit of a problem with them being in the student section wearing Kentucky stuff. Sure. That's but they're students, so. But they're know. assholes. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> we have plenty of those, too. Yeah, we have plenty of Auburn fans that I remember. When I was in college, they would cheer for other schools because, like, their granddad yeah. went there or whatever. I'm, I'm a Miami fan. Once I went to college, I kind of <laughs> quit cheering for Florida State or whoever else I thought was cool, had cool uniforms. Yeah. I was big North Carolina. That's why there's a bunch of Oregon fans I like everywhere nowadays. I like North Carolina. I was a huge Carolina basketball fan. I mean, they had a man named Vince Carter. Yeah, they had cool players. Yeah, and Rasheed Wallace. Vince Carter still in the NBA. Both of them got signature shoes. BC. Rasheed's were Air Force Ones that like were his signature Air Force One that he got to wear (laughs) every game in the NBA. They were rad. Right, Rasheed Wallace was a man famous for just loving marijuana. Rasheed Wallace might be outside of LeBron James the most. Talented basketball player to ever play in the NBA. Isn't he a coach somewhere now? 
I think maybe. But he couldn't really ever get it. Could be coach to could have opened up the dispensary. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, he won the finals with the Pistons, but yeah. like, yeah. he was so unbelievably talented at everything. It's in crazy. 2020, in the NBA, he's one of the three best players in the league because he could shoot threes and was seven feet tall. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he was a shooter at center before anybody did that. He was the man. Rasheed Wallace is a high school coach. Yeah. in Durham. Yeah, I remember that happened. <laughs> nice. he, they announced it on ESPN, and I was like, man, I'm. Jack, you've got to go. you got to drive to Durham. you got to watch Rashid's team play. I not bet just they're awesome. any high school. Jordan High School. Ball don't lie. Not enough for Michael. But. Oh, are we sure? That ball don't Charles lie. Charles and Jordan. Oh. Yeah. Did well, you say Jordan? I did. Michael Jordan. <laughs> so what's our... Uh, do we have any football news this week besides uh, the... Recruit? I think we signed a long snapper. Great. Cool. Yeah. Oof. Um, Sound, that's, we're feels, on the market for a punter. Oh. Yeah. That's all I got. Feels like be somebody. Feels like a good time to take a break. I would think what we should do is instead is we should just like not punt. Oh, go the Will Hastings yeah. high school. That route. would have been perfect with an Aussie punter. Sure. Or, or Bo, always let, line him up. At let Bo Nix punt. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Bo kicks. Oh God, bro. I like that, Ryan. We're gonna end with that. Bo kicks. Bo knows. No, Bo kicks. <laughs>